1: To bet your ash with Cornelius and McGee. Bet your ash! That's Cornelius. I'm McGee. This is episode 74.
0: 74.
1: And we always start in the same place, my friend. Mm-hmm. What are we smoking today? Well, today we're in the middle of.
0: Of the uh, COVID-19 Pandemic
1: Global pandemic World's coming to an end Chaos all around us
0: So we might as well Smoke something good Smoke
1: the good ones
0: <laughs> <laughs> You know Don't let them burn up You know Smoke I, them
1: I've been I've been going to my the, the I have two humidors One for uh-huh. Cuban cigars and One for non-Cuban cigars yeah. And I have been opening The Cuban one Way nice, more often nice. than, than, than Than I used to Yeah
0: what well, today we're smoking the uh, Arturo Fuente Añejo 777 Shark. Usually released either on Christmas, sometimes you can find them on Father's Day. Nice. But it is one of the more rare um, holy grails of Arturo Fuente cigars. There's a lot of them out there that people haven't heard of. like The Sand Shark, uh, Some people consider it between the lines, certain Opus X's, uh, but this is one of those rare ones. It is one of the rare ones that you can actually get your hands on if you're in the right place at the right time.
1: Can we we start by me asking Uh what makes it so rare?
0: Well, what's rare is the quality of Dominican, um, uh, Connecticut broadleaf tobacco that Mm -hmm. they use. And more importantly, the shape of the cigar. So it's, it's, it's a torpedo.
1: Oh, it's like half a torpedo. It's half of a half torpedo a
0: and half box press. It actually, um, it gets its name from the shape, and the shape is considered to look like a shark's tooth.
1: I don't see it, but I don't care.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, it's not. You know, I mean, if you had. If I wanted to smoke a cigar that looked like a shark tooth, that's about as close as I would want it to be because a lot of people assume another reason of the rarity is the way in which it's rolled. Um, That's that's an unusual shape for a cigar. Mm -hmm. And usually when you get into unusual cigar shapes, you usually get into draw problems.
1: Because of the change...
0: Um because of the way that it has to be rolled in order to um you know get the shape mm. uh, a lot of times you know you're I see. uh manipulating tobacco to get it that way and then when all that's done now we're going to put it into a box press to give it the box press shape and um
1: they're doing this for look for for just because nobody's done it before I mean what's the well actually, I shouldn't say nobody's done it before cuz Plasencia does the The Mm -hmm. Alma Fuerte, it's bigger, it's different, but it's similar where it's a torpedo and then a box after that. Correct.
0: They have that... uh, And then they have that uh,
1: octagonal one.
0: Yep, uh, octagon one. Yeah. And the... uh, Oh, jeez. Casamagna Domus... Domus... Oh, I don't know. There's
1: so many cigars in your yeah. head that I've tried to keep it straight. Uh, but
0: they have, like, the Tiberius. They have the Caligula. There's they others have a, that
1: have tried yeah, to use different, yeah, different yeah, those, shapes. Yeah,
0: those are all the um, Casamagna ones, and they do have a kind of a, kind of a shark-looking one, but it's kind of a Perfecto, I think. Um, it's been a while since I smoked one. The Caligula mm-hmm. is kind of like that. So, um, it... You know, so that makes it rare, you know, there there's not like a mass production of, probably, there's not even that many people who can roll this particular cigar, first of all. It might
1: be, a, you know, the two guys back in the back corner that have been around for decades, you know? Yeah,
0: exactly. That are really
1: exactly. only around so that we can keep putting out this special cigar every year at Christmas.
0: Exactly. They, uh, you know, they don't um, they don't make that many boxes, um, there's probably not even a, a huge supply of the tobacco used in them. Um, the taste, I mean, I don't know if you're tasting it's this. It's taste,
1: but, it's incredible. Yeah.
0: It's, it is for there's, full body smoke that doesn't, you know, burn the inside of your Oh no, there's out. a smoothness oh, to
1: yeah. it that it's, it's, it's rare that something is this like complex and busy, mm-hmm. but, but. Super like soothing as it as it gets into your mouth and throat, like you know your t- your tongue and everything. Mm-hmm. It's 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 calm even mm-hmm. though it's busy. And if you can
0: imagine just the look of the box, you've got these cigars in the box. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a beautiful looking cigar. You know, I mean, it just... It's definitely stylish. You open up a whole box of those, of, of you know, these, you know, sharks, it's just a beautiful looking cigar as well, so... And there's it, other... The NEA Hill comes in other sizes, correct? Yes, uh, it comes in quite a few, some of the more reasonable, like right here, we have the 49, and we have the 888. That's huge. That's a big cigar. It is, but then it's not. So the 888 Oh, does the number
1: not reflect the size or the shape or anything?
0: Well, I think in the 49, the 48, 55, 50, and the 60, Mm -hmm. I believe it does. Mm -hmm. It talks about the gauge. Uh, In the 777, it's not... It's just a slot machine homage. Uh, yeah, Yeah, uh, jackpot! Uh, uh,
1: Woo! Uh, tink, 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 tink.
0: That that might be it. That literally oh. might be the extent of it.
1: We but, did it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the eight 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 is it's 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 kind of a it's really weird. It's it's um, it is kind of a. Uh, Lance, It's almost like a Lancero size. It's a f- size forty-four, but it's a six and five-eighths by forty-four. So it's so it's
1: a forty-four gauge. So it's a, it's a pretty small cigar, yeah. but it's it's long. It's a very big long. lancero. I like the that's very European chic kind yeah. of a cigar right there. You know, that's like how you expect like a real like a Davidoff to look like uh-huh. long and narrow and like very. Indo- and a european
0: and even though it's round style. it still has this perfecto shape so it's very long
1: oh that's cool
0: yeah yeah so it's uh and price. as far as price is concerned Damn. it's actually more uh, it, it i guess per for how the cigar is set up yeah. It's, it's actually kind of expensive as well. Um, yeah. But it's called a Lonsdale, so that's Lonsdale, the shape. Lonsdale,
1: yeah. Um, Those, it, I remember I brought back some Lonsdale cigars from the New Orleans Cigar Company mm-hmm. That when I went down for Mardi Gras last year, and we smoked one on the podcast. Nice. It, remember, it was, that, it yeah. was really mm-hmm. long in Maryland, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So, it's a... It's a great cigar. I mean, the flavor is just, I mean, it is the luxury of cigars. I mean, you kind of get, when you start smoking these, you're getting on the level of some of them like, uh, Maduro um, Davidoff. So, you kind of get, you know, I mean, I, I, the Maduro Davidoff, to me, is just kind of a higher, just a higher, slightly higher in flavor that you're going to expect from the cigar. Yeah. Um, and this here definitely gets to that level and plateaus, I mean, you know, is, is well over it. So, um, I, I'm really I, delicious. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a full bodied smoker. In other words, I, 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 I'm enjoying this cigar. Mm-hmm. It is fantastic. Um, it's not a cigar I would smoke all day, every day. This particular body of cigar. a little
1: too much, just a bit too much,
0: you yeah. know? Um, after a while I kind of feel that my taste buds would start to fail
1: yeah you know I could see that you know but yeah you wouldn't I don't know if you would necessarily taste the complexity of any other cigar Exactly. if you were only smoking something heavy like this mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. You know, something similar yeah. some people
0: like it you know um, it's just that it's not you know once every blue moon, I you know I, I I love this cigar as well as I would love a Maduro Davidoff you know mm-hmm. Davidoff Maduro so it's a great cigar and I felt you know hey we might as well pull out the good stuff oh yeah when are we gonna get to the good part we don't have to and play royalties all,
1: for that do we we gonna get to, ooh maybe it's oh. a number of words number of words I think you can if it's only five words you don't pay and if it's six words you do oh right. wow um, and this is all Dominican yes Mhm. Huh. Yeah, and that's
0: where the Arturo Fuente um, True. plants are. Yeah, is, and,
1: yeah that's know. where they grow. And uh, then they have the space in Tampa where they produce, where they roll, right? Mm-hmm. Or at least they did. Now they might not roll there anymore. Um, yeah, no you know, idea. you're right. I, I, they might have moved it to the Dominican Republic also right. just for overhead purposes.
0: Right, right. I, I wanted to say that uh, there was one cigar that they still rolled in Florida... I, I can't remember,
1: but um, At like their traditional, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. just like when we smoked that Tatuaje Ten mm-hmm. Miami that I brought back from Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, they literally roll it, you know, in in that specific old school Tatuaje space, and, and and label it such. Right. That's right. Cool. So so yeah,
0: that's what we're that's what we're lighting up today. Um,
1: Pretty good, man. We'll talk oh, about
0: oh, it more when we get to the end of it. What were we gonna oh, say? I wanted to ask you. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about sports as it's gonna unfold mm-hmm. in the future. In other words, what
1: coming is, out of this? Yeah. What? Um,
0: what do you feel um, is? What do you feel? You know, I've heard things as crazy as you know. Let's. You know, let's get a deserted island and put everybody. UFC on has it.
1: already lined up an island, and um, that they have they have secured the yeah. space for the next two months. Uh-huh. The fact is, international. Uh, it's very hard for any international fighter to get to the United States for fight, so they're going to have the international fights on said island. Hmm. It's uh, it's already happening, you know, It's already yeah, happening. Yeah. So I don't know. Did you ever watch The Simpsons, or was that ever something you were interested in? You know, there was a couple. Uh, yeah.
0: Excuse me for my for me divert.
1: Yeah.
0: um For me to divert. Yeah. But not only did I used to watch The Simpsons, okay. Simpsons I used to watch The Simpsons religiously when they first. First, first released it. Oh, uh, Tracy were, Ullman shows Oh, uh-huh. did uh, we talk about that? Never. Okay. we never okay. had this conversation. Yeah, yeah. The, the Tracy Ullman yeah. when in between her commercial breaks. So that's when I first saw it, and then so, when I one also.
1: Maybe you'll remember this episode. Okay. There was an episode where Homer Simpson got access to Mr. Burns' yacht. Mm-hmm. and they would go out into international waters where there was no rules because I think, like, they weren't allowed to drink. The drinking laws changed, uh-huh. or they couldn't drink on Sundays or something, so they just mm-hmm. started taking the boat out X number of miles. And, yeah. and then they started having monkey knife fights and gambling <laughs> on them because monkey they were in fights. international waters. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. everything early. goes, right? And there was a line of... Uh, I don't think Gorgeous George is so gorgeous anymore after he got all cut up because that was the name of the monkey, right? <laughs> UFC is doing this, right? UFC got an island. I don't <laughs> know where it is. Oh, wow. I'm guessing. I'm just going to guess. One of those little ones like in the yeah. Bahamas. Oh, there's, <laughs> know, yeah. there's tons of those. Mm-hmm. You could get there in 20 minutes from Miami by helicopter. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <coughs> well, it, oh. get,
0: it, gets around, it gets around the... Um, Problem of getting into the U.S., well, exactly. but it doesn't get around anything dealing with the coronavirus
1: because no, people they're...
0: are still coming from all over.
1: Okay, um, I'm but pretty sure I, th- that I imagine that everybody's getting tested, tested heavily before they even leave their yeah. own country. Yeah, yeah. I imagine that they're going to be flying private mm-hmm. at the UFC's expense. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I imagine, and also for their benefit to keep you know that per- that fighter away from the general public, right? Right. I imagine that. Once they get there, they're going to be monitored nonstop. stop mm-hmm. Their temperature is going to be taken nonstop, stop etc. Mm-hmm. If they show any symptoms, caught off. All well, yeah. this shit's caught off. Yeah. But there's a lot of money to be made by being the only sports entertainment oh, yeah. brand. He knows that. <laughs> you know he knows that on, the, so on the planet. It's all right. worth it. And right. really, what do you need besides a ref, a doctor... <laughs> the two fighters mm-hmm. you know what I mean and a cameraman you exactly. know what I mean or a couple exactly. and a lot of that camera stuff is done remotely anyway nowadays right. yeah um the, the commentary, the commentators don't even have to be there
0: that is correct right
1: like the, the, there's no need for fans yeah um you can do this well under 10 people you know right. what I mean you right. could do a UFC fight with 8 people you know what I mean ringside right. total including the fighters right it's a calculated risk and it makes perfect sense and it's a calculated well, risk that most business owners would take right now
0: yeah oh, well i mean just look at the look at the potential mm-hmm. i mean the upside even if even if they don't get through the whole thing
1: yeah, yeah. and every sport right now is trying to think out of the box mm-hmm. in order to even if they don't get the ticket sales money to at least honor their television contracts, right. so some money comes in, so some players get paid, so something is salvaged, right? right? So that's why you hear Jay Williams talking about getting two cruise ships—one for the AFC, one for the Eastern Conference, one for the Western Conference—and running the playoffs on the boat. And then, which is stupid considering. Cruise ships that were a big part of this problem. Yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah. the point is that's why you hear you're hearing the hockey saying, Oh, we'll just take everybody to North Dakota and some little town and just sequester everybody yeah, there. Yeah. You know, you hear ideas like like what baseball may be the most uh viable, you know, mm-hmm. of all of these plans. Baseball talking about going to Arizona.
0: Everybody in Arizona, yeah
1: you got a high temperature, It's uh-huh. going to be hot, so it's harder for the virus to spread, spread and live.
0: Yeah.
1: You have there've been lower less less number of cases there. Mm-hmm. There's tons of baseball fields there because that's where spring training is going on mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, it's there's hotels that are empty right now right. all over that have been, you know. Right. The problem is if one athlete after after they put everybody in this controlled setting, then one athlete tests positive, oh, then you. they have to cancel, they have to stop again and restart yeah, yeah, the and whole process talk, again. Right.
0: It's tough. I think I, I think. for that reason... UFC is the
1: best chance because there's the fewest uh, participants. Correct. Right? When you do a whole UFC match right. and every fucking... You have... Two of the fights can be on the island. Two of the fights can be in some controlled setting inside of a a hospital somewhere, right? And boom, you got an event, right? Right. You don't even need everybody in the same place. None of that stuff. Baseball, you have a minimum of 30 guys. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. not to mention coaches, trainers, whatever, staff, etc., you know? I mean, the
0: UFC, let's just say... UFC has
1: a better chance to do
0: it. Let's just say you got card uh, A and B um, are fighting against each other, and um, C and D are fighting against each other. And let's say you find out that A and D test positive. Well, all you have to do is just change the card and isolate them, and they can still fight.
1: Sure. There's workarounds.
0: (laughs) I'm just saying, yeah.
1: No, there's workarounds. Sounds a little cruel,
0: but... There's
1: workarounds. No,
0: there's There's, ways to do it. There's
1: fewer participants, so it's going to be easier for UFC to pull this off. Just see, WrestleMania Mm -hmm. went off this weekend, Mm -hmm. and it was all pre-taped, no crowd... Cut together like a show. Mm-hmm. UFC can do that. Other sports can't.
0: So, you know, um, I'm trying to think of a... I'm trying to think like sports movies, right? You know, oh, like, are you doing one those lot, again? Are you doing one of those? Well, there's a lot of sport movies that include the sports being played in an arena or a stadium. Now... Do you really think Uh, that they load it with 50,000 extras? I I
1: saw the the making the movie or behind the scenes or whatever for Major League. Yeah. And they would just get one section worth of people and then make a move. To other parts of the stadium Throughout the game I mean Now you, they don't yeah, Now it's just CGI
0: Yeah yeah CGI So I'm saying You could actually still Give the full feel And just of, CGI the fans And put oh, yeah. in the uh, Crowd roar And all of that Yeah I mean even um, Or
1: not yeah. <laughs> like, it, Or just be- accept The new world For what the new world is yeah. And have an empty Fucking arena With a little thing On the bottom Like this arena Is empty due to the COVID-19 mm. Please text Five three niner 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 or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, to donate ten dollars to COVID 19 relief fund, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and make it a fundraiser and 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 make it, you know, point it out, you know, right. don't don't hide it, right? right. Embrace it, you know, right. either works. I'm
0: just saying that, you know, you're right with CGI the way it is. I just think that they could actually give the full feel of an actual NBA game. Uh, Basketball, a baseball game, or a football, oh, yeah, and without a single person being in the stadium. Oh yeah, I, they I think they could.
1: You know. And then like, golf wants to be rocking and start of the season by June. Mm-hmm. Golf might be uniquely also, you know, similar to UFC. They might right. be uniquely placed in that everybody's spaced out already, right. so they're already mm-hmm. social distancing mm-hmm. golfers and their specific caddy. Mm-hmm they're interacting a little more than most mm-hmm. but other than that other than that relationship everybody can easily be 6 or 10 feet mm-hmm. you know and so mm-hmm. that's uniquely positioned to get rolling and they although the the with what's called the open which is really the british open mm-hmm. they've already said we're not we're not running the tournament this year mm-hmm. um just like wimbledon in london mm-hmm. but you got to remember that country's prime minister right now is in Mm. the ICU. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. they're... Like, it's going down right now Mm in London and in England. Right. Um, But they're... So they're taking things very seriously, you know. Right. I imagine if a big political figure in the United States had, you know, came out as positive and in the intensive care and et cetera, Mm -hmm. that would... That a lot of people living in this country would take it a little more seriously. Right. But... um, Golf has already put out a revised schedule where Mm -hmm. the PGA Championship, I think, is in August, and the uh, U.S. Open is in October, and the Masters is in November, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like they're already saying, hey, we're just going to run our biggest events, Mm -hmm. you know, start in June, just run all our biggest events in this abbreviated schedule, Mm -hmm. we'll do the Ryder Cup in September, you know, and so what if we have to go up against football? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And for rating and fight for ratings, we're gonna get our tournaments in. It's interesting. It's interesting that there might be two masters within like six months from each other. Because if you go November and April, because it's supposed to be this weekend, mm-hmm. it's literally. Supposed to be this weekend And it's supposed to be The greatest weekend of sports Mm -hmm. It's Monday night Would have been The national championship In college basketball Florida State Would have gotten Their first national championship In basketball Somebody from Florida State Would be wearing (laughs) (laughs) Gymnastics tie (laughs) You know Like It'd be party time And then the Masters Would start tomorrow Uh And it would be A great fucking weekend And it's not happening And it's crazy Casey and I Would be drunk For the next four days Right (laughs) (laughs) It would be great And it's like it's not happening, but well, well, the fact you know, that they're at least shooting to have it in November is interesting. It's going to be a little colder. The azaleas aren't going to be in bloom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's going to be yellowing leaves and shit like that, but right. who cares? It's going to it's going to go down, so that makes me happy. Right. Hopefully it happens, you know?
0: Well, um, you know, I mean, there's still, like, uh, Belarus.
1: Belarusian soccer and Belarusian hockey. Yeah.
0: He's yeah. still playing.
1: They have a very interesting government who um there's an authoritarianism aspect to it where they say what goes, all right? Like, they right. we're not going to let this virus beat us, so we're right, going right. to you know what I mean? This is how it's going to go and they're not going to share the bad news. Right. right? Have you noticed there's been no reported no reported corona Corona um, outbreak in Russia hasn't been anybody. Nobody in Russia has gotten it. <laughs> like, we're we're not that far from China, but nobody here has gotten it. gotten this, but like, yeah. they control the media very well. Correct. 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 You
0: know? Correct. They do. They I think do. So, um, you know, I mean, I think that
1: Korean um, baseball is about to start up. Yeah.
0: Korean baseball.
1: Yeah, and they had a horrible outbreak. Outbreak, mm-hmm. but because of certain socio political differences, mm-hmm. they were able to kind of control the public reaction and control how the you know they dealt with it, and, mm-hmm. and were able to kick in certain measures very quickly. You know what I mean, and, right. and and stamp down the chaos and get back, or at least try to get back to normal faster. Now a lot of that has to do with the fact that places like Taiwan and Taiwan, excuse me, and Korea recently dealt with SARS, mm-hmm. so they had certain certain like defense uh, plans you know, already ready to go, and people already took it seriously, and right. stuff like that. So they were they were kind of uniquely, like, prepared, Correct. you know, that where other countries might not have Correct. had that experience, you know? Correct. So, So um, they bounced back a little quicker, you know, as a result. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess that, you know, if we're talking about how... I don't know if for the rest of 2020 there are going to be any... Fans. Games or you know, uh, fans, yeah, NBA. there
1: might be games with no fans right through the end of the year. We, this, I mean, I you know, I hate to like, I'm, I try to be positive with this. Right, I'm right. trying to be like, oh, we'll have football, don't mm-hmm, you worry. Mm-hmm. But we may have football with no fans, we yeah. might have a shortened season, it might mm-hmm. start late. We, I mean, I know NBA is trying to salvage the rest of this season, but mm-hmm. they also have to be conscious of next season, mm-hmm. you know. You don't really want next season to start without fans, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's one thing to finish this season in some fashion, you know what I mean? But you don't want to start next season with no fans, you know?
0: So minus minus the television deals, I wonder for a portion of the basketball season, who knows how much of the baseball season and the football season, um... What does that equate to dollar wise?
1: Oh god, it's got to be. Tons. It's got to be
0: huge. I mean, not just the ticket Oops. sales, but the uh, the the uh, concession stand. And yeah. The, um.
1: So each of these, each of these sports are kind of different, right? Mm-hmm. They all have different revenue models, right? Mm-hmm. Some some of these sports rely more on ticket sales than others. Some of these sports rely more on those concessions or those suites mm-hmm. or. Or the TV money more. Um, I would think hockey
0: would be more ticket sales.
1: Yes, because they don't have the TV numbers. Whereas the NBA has these huge television Mm -hmm. contracts, global television contracts, Mm -hmm. that they want to fulfill in some fashion. Mm -hmm. NFL is unique that they make money both ways. Right. right? But college makes way way more money with the television deal than they do with the seats.
0: Um, even though some of the biggest stadiums in the US are college.
1: True. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, but you're absolutely right. You but even get,
0: with that being said, yeah, yeah. there's still, I mean, they're, all the alumni that are they spread They make so all much over. money on TV yeah. and
1: they don't pay athletes so they keep all that money. Yeah. Um, but then you like to go back to golf, that is less about ratings on mm-hmm. the TV deal and it's not really about ticket prices. Golf is very much about sponsorship money.
0: Right.
1: Right? And when you have when you have that as the priority, I it wouldn't surprise me if some of these sponsors are saying, let's not rush back into this golfing right. stuff because we don't want it to look like we're insensitive to the chaos because we're still out here trying to get our paper. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right so right. Um, yeah, each sport has to deal with this differently. Right. And each sport has a has a different sets of challenges to deal with in order to get back get back to business and get back to work and get back to full throttle. Right. right. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's it really is crazy. But each sport has to look at it, and and like I said, UFC can just do it without fans and do it tomorrow, do it next week, right? Right. Yeah.
0: And I, I, would, I would, I mean, the numbers are in the billions of billions. Right? Oh, yeah. Of and what's crazy,
1: what's crazy, yeah. Oh, just, just so much money. Just stupid amounts of money. But what's crazy is that UFC is without a doubt, like, the most ferocious and fiercest of all the sports. Mm-hmm. Yet it's the one that's the safest to get back into. <laughs> it's, it's wild. Because even in baseball, you know, that ball is touched by five players. You oh, know what I mean? Like uh-huh. that. Like like even if you try, even in tennis, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There's so much support staff there. There's people there. Mm-hmm. Yes, you could social distance better than most situations. But, right, right. You know?
0: I think, you know, um, I think that there's so many underlining uh, fallouts and aspects to this that we can't even see. Like for instance, I'm pretty sure that with I think it's football, NFL. I think Bud Bud Light Budweiser? Bud Light, I think. Bud Light is the is the sponsor for so many years. Yeah. And they paid like a billion dollars or something, or maybe even six billion or oh, something yeah. just for the
1: right. It's an incredible amount of money just well, they how don't does that—the official beer of NFL—they yeah. have to have x number of games have to go off for that mm-hmm. all to pay off.
0: And how does that affect their <coughs> contract or their return on their investment for half a season or majority or of a season to just go away?
1: Complicated, man. Super. I and mean, you're are you're, you're ta- Their sponsorship dollars dropping left and right in sports. Ooh. Some of those and like what you know? How could a brand? justify, I'm not going to use any specifics because I don't have one, you know, that I know mm-hmm. is accurate, but how could a brand, like, let's say they're laying people off for furloughing their employees, but then still making, writing this big check to the NFL. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's going to be justification issues. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's oh, going like to be people absolutely. that are be like, we, there's, there's going to be some brands that are like, we don't feel comfortable doing this. Right. And there's going to be other brands that are going to go ahead and do it. And try to justify it, you know, like nah, it's just crazy. You know, I, you
0: know, I watched a uh, <coughs> video today that has to do with shoe deals, right? And uh, I was looking at a lot of shoe deals that are out there, like uh, f- you've mentioned this guy a lot of times. This basketball player, he has a Spalding deal. Jimmer for Dead. Oh yeah, Jimmer for Dead.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and, great, uh, great
1: three point shot. Yeah,
0: he's got these. Uh, he's got a Spalding deal.
1: I know? didn't know that Spalding made sneakers.
0: I didn't either. That was the most shocking part of yeah. it. they're not bad looking. You know, yeah. uh, there's a. Uh, I think there there's some there's some shoe for the basket. I think there's more bas obviously more basketball shoes that are out there
1: than people realize. Yeah, it's not just. Nike, Adidas, Under Armour
0: right. anymore, right?
1: Anta. It was it uh, was just peak. Nike's and Adidas for mm-hmm. a minute, and then Under Armour got Steph Curry, yeah. and that changed the game. Mm-hmm. And then Anta from China, they've tried mm-hmm. to sign a bunch but They have signed a couple guys, and there's the other one, Peak. Peak, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, Puma's getting back in to mm-hmm. back into the NBA or back into basketball sneakers mm-hmm. uh, under leadership of their new president. Jay Z, uh-huh. right, or design CEO of design, or I don't know what his fucking title is. <laughs> he's got some marketing. Maybe he's the he, maybe he's their Tyler, yeah. the director no. of marketing. You there know, you I you don't are. know. But um, they, they've got a couple. Like you know, I know Deandre Ayton and a couple other guys are signed to Puma. Mm-hmm. New Balance is I got back in the game. They've been in and out of basketball ba- for years. Really, basketball? Yeah, they. You know who they have signed now is uh. A uh, 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 place for the Clippers was with the Raptors. quiet Kawhi, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, Leonard wears New Balance. Really? Yeah, Quiet Leonard wears New Balance. Wow. Um, but you know, it's still, it's still Jordan brand. You know, Nike, yeah, yeah. I you know, mean Nike, Jordan still brand, Nike, it, yeah. and Adidas are kind of still the main ones. But there's yeah. others that are trying to get a foothold too.
0: Back in high school, I think I might, we might have spoken about this. Um, I used to. The coolest thing was the were these golf shoes. Um they didn't have spikes. They were just a flat bottom shoe and they were called Deodoras.
1: Diodora, yeah, I remember that. And they do the cool sneakers too.
0: And, and they had a flap that came over the top, I covered up all of the laces. I remember those. And so you didn't see any laces. All you saw was a flap and on the top it said Diodora. I think they remember the coolest with a pair
1: etnies, of shoes. They etnies, were like etnies. they were like suede. It's ah. <laughs> like irrelevant. Yeah. We can talk sneakers all day. Well, yeah, you're definitely into sneakers. When I, when I made the commitment to full-time it in, mm-hmm. in, the, in the trailer and, like, embraced the RV life, mm-hmm. I got rid of a lot of sneakers that wow. I don't wear anymore. Wow. Right? Because I, you know, I just... I guess I, after a little while, I stopped wearing the Air Force Ones and the low dunks that mm-hmm. I thought I'd wear forever. So, like, I had... Tons of them. Mm. Literally in my last apartment, I had custom shelves built. And by I, I mean the the girl that I, my girlfriend at the time who I was yeah. living with had them built for me as a surprise and oh, as wow. a gift, which was really cool of her. Yeah. Uh, and also, I think she thought it was cool to see all of them up on the wall, you know? Uh-huh. But when it was time, like, to, to downsize my life and get rid of a lot of stuff, mm. I think I got rid of, like, 40 pairs. Wow. Most of them I sold, and then some I just donated, you know? I'm trying to think. I'm, I might have had now more than
0: 40 pairs in my entire life.
1: Yeah. Now I just have, like, key ones. Well, yeah. You know, I got a yeah. couple Air Max, I got a couple Adidas, you know what I mean? Like I got mm-hmm. I got just, just, just some, some key ones that are the right color schemes that are versatile, mm-hmm. and I just don't have a need for a billion pairs, nor mm-hmm. space for mm-hmm. a billion pairs, because I live in the trailer. Mm-hmm. But I love. I love the RV life, you know? Well, you know, I mean,
0: I mean, that might be something else. I mean, let's just say I would say that this year and next year is going to be affected by, um, you know, the coronavirus. And how does that affect? shoe deals? I mean, are are there any big shoe deals that are going to be signed in the next two years?
1: Well, you figure anybody, you know, all the guys coming out of college this year in football and basketball are up for, you know, and I bet you there's going to be fewer given out, fewer deals or smaller deals Mm -hmm. just because immediate operating capital is low. Mm -hmm. I bet you there'll be people doing short, short deals and then hoping to get a longer deal I In mean, obviously,
0: years. you know, like Zion Williams already has a deal. You he know. got a Nike deal, yeah. not
1: jo- I don't think it's Jordan. I think it's Nike. Nike, yeah. So maybe it's a Jordan deal. I, can't I
0: don't know. know. I don't know, but I, I, I think that, um, I think that this year's graduating senior basketball, college basketball playing class has got, Has got to be the most hardest hit. Yeah. For...
1: None the of them... Think about how every year there's a one guy who, in the tournament, plays his way into public, you know, mainstream consciousness, mm-hmm. right? John Morant last year. Mm-hmm. You know, he made a lot of money off of a couple great weeks. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, there was buzz, there was buzz, mm-hmm. but he, people had only heard the buzz, they hadn't seen him. Mm-hmm. And then he gets the NCAA tournament and he puts on the show, mm-hmm. and next thing you know he's the second pick of the draft. You know what I mean? Everybody knows all about him. Mm-hmm. Um, he made a lot of money off of, like, he played really well, and there's that opportunity's not there. There's a lot of players that aren't going to get to play themselves into right. the consciousness of the American public. The other thing with that is this was kind of an all-time... I don't want to yeah. use the word bad, but it's talent-wise, it's not the best draft, right? Yeah, exactly. not, not the best draft class to begin with. Mm-hmm. Already people were saying... Man, we're going to use a lottery pick on a role player or somebody we know is going to be in the G League for two years, right, you know? Right. And that's kind of crazy. That's right. not, that's unheard of. So I think, I'm sure people will look at this. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are people that already knew that it was going to be a down year for, you know, shoe deals for rookies or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I think it just got a lot worse, you know?
0: Well, the next group that's probably heavily, was heavily affected uh, would be the... Um, NFL free agent market.
1: Well, <clears throat> not all, the top, but, it was top heavy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. Phil Brewer's got 25 million, Tom Brady is getting 25 Five a year million. for yeah. two years, you uh-huh. know, um, but Cam hasn't signed yet. Yeah. Jadavion Clowney apparently is lowering his asking price. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I I mean there's some up in the air about whether or not we're even gonna play NFL this year.
0: Exactly. So I, that's gotta that's got to affect uh, you know, the way they go about business. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean if 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 I if I know ticket sales are gonna be zero, okay? Right. If I know that consent, you know, all of those things that we get paid from are gonna be You
1: gotta save some money else for Yeah,
0: you gotta, you know, so you know, people I, you might not think so. And then that also affects the way that a team operates. Now, let's just say the Florida Marlins. All right. Uh, or the Tampa... Uh, the...
1: Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Uh,
0: no, the Devil
1: Rays? The Devil... Sure, the Rays. They just called them The, the Rays, Rays. Not, not the Devil Rays. Devil but the Tam- Rays. Right? The Tampa Bay Rays.
0: Um, teams like that, right? I mean... They don't have a heck of a. I mean, they're not like killing it on the
1: money. So let's say they're probably better prepared for this. They're used to operating on a budget. They're used to not having anybody at their games. Well, yeah, but (laughs) but
0: but, I mean, they a lot of teams that are in certain markets like that, and no matter what the league is, they might and you might not. You you might say, oh no, it's the best uh, play that it's the best play that they could make at this point is to trade that person. away, But they might start dumping salaries. Yeah. Dumping, you know, key people, knowing good and well, they're not putting out a great product, but not saying that, hey, you know, we're not going to be bringing in for the next two years what we thought, so we're not going to be having, you know, $150 million contracts yeah. in basketball or yeah. baseball. We're no, just not going to do it.
1: I could see the teams doing that. I mean, yeah. They've already there's already been a deal between baseball and the players association that the player this is gonna count towards free agency yeah. this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's say they don't play. Let's say they try to do this thing in Arizona and two guys test positive mm-hmm. and they have to cancel that. Yeah. There's guys that have switched teams this year, Moody mm-hmm. Betts going to the Dodgers, some other players yeah. who could potentially be free agents next year without ever playing for the team that just traded assets to get them. So the Dodgers this offseason yeah. made this big deal and traded with the Boston Red Sox to get Mookie Betts. Right. He's entering the last year of his deal. Right. Oh, oh
0: yeah. Oh, I got he, you. It,
1: th- this year will count right. towards that deal, mm-hmm. even towards his free agency, you know, like the amount of years he has to be in to get his free agency. Oh, yeah. Even the, so the Dodgers may have given up assets to get a player who ends up right. never playing for them.
0: And let's just say that his last year is $28 million, let's just say. I don't know. I'm just yeah,
1: they're, that. they have to pay a percentage of it.
0: Okay. And if he um, never played... Could you imagine...
1: Paying a guy a, and pe- trading, trading a young and guy and, and other asset or something. Who knows? And he never plays again. And he never trading. plays again. Wow.
0: Now that has to be the ultimate... Gut, gut punch in this whole situation there's going to be
1: crazy shit that happens as a result of this mm-hmm. That and we're thinking of like or we're discussing some of the more obvious ones right. there's going to be things what that if, we haven't if, even thought about what
0: if what if, what if this happened
1: how come NASCAR isn't back up and running
0: <laughs> with nobody right yeah. The pit
1: crew's already in a fucking yeah, entire, protective, yeah, protective everything. Oh, yeah. Just add a mask exactly. to the pit crew, and they
0: yeah. I don't, you know, I don't get it.
1: NASCAR, IndyCar, all that shit. You could do no fans. Mm-hmm. You could do some really cool, some really cool, cool races in some settings. You know, in the mountains on mm-hmm. like street courses with drones taking the shots. Like yeah. you could, you get really creative mm-hmm. and market the fuck out of some NASCAR right now, or some some. Mm-hmm. You know, F one Formula One racing, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. That's social distancing. I'm in a right. car. You're in
0: a car. Right, right. You still, what you still have the pit crews, but still, that's minimal compared they're, to.
1: They're already in those full body suits. Exactly. Add a mask.
0: Slide a mask. Yes, slide a mask over them, and yeah, that you would think that they would be and they probably are already talking about
1: it. They they're having a Zoom conference right conference uh, yeah. right now, right now. Right, now. Yeah. right now. You're right. You're right.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's going to the the effects are, are are layered. There are many layers to the effect to the how this will affect the sporting world.
1: What's wild is that the state of Colorado in November, mm-hmm. past November, voted to legalize sports gambling. Mm-hmm. sports gambling is legalized in Colorado and, and, and already and it's about to go into effect mm-hmm. and be a, you're going to be able to bet in casinos on sports starting may 1st now there's no sports and the casinos are all closed right now <laughs> okay but you figure every I, whichever whichever casinos are intending to get into the business have right. been developing an app have been hiring people hiring odds makers going into... Marketing deals with people that are already doing this in Vegas or in you know internationally or whatever. Like there's been a lot of effort that goes into this. That's gonna. That's about to happen. Like there's about to be an app to bet on sports and not be any sports or, you know, or you're not gonna be able to get into the casino to start your account. Like, right. There's just weird fallout that we're not thinking of. You know, that's exactly. serious. Like the secondary ticket market is gone. You know what I mean? So people that were ticket brokers are refunding customers, you know what I mean, on money that they'd already made and shit. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's a really wild time, man. It's a really wild time. I hope that, uh, you know, like obviously I want, I don't really worry about the big companies. I don't worry about Nike. I don't worry about NBA, you know, but I worry about. The lower, you know, lower rung people that work for those companies. I work for, I mean, I worry about the beer guy at the baseball park and the the valet guy at the the Lexus Club at at the Nuggets games and stuff. Like, we should be getting ready for the NBA playoffs right now, bro. Right. We should be getting ready for the fucking Nuggets to steamroll... Everybody in the NBA through the Western Conference mm-hmm. and in the finals. Well, you know, the thing would be
0: is, you know, to for the odd makers to have come out with a whole nother level of um, betting.
1: You ready? Yeah. First off, states left and right are allowing. The odds makers in those states to do more and more stuff, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And just yesterday, it was announced mm-hmm. that West Virginia will be the first state to allow legal gambling on the presidential election in oh, the United oh. States. Now, it's been available offshore forever, yeah, right? right? Yeah. But now, you could just if you live in Maryland or Pennsylvania or something, yeah. you just drive over into West Virginia yeah. and you can place your wager on who you think is going to be the next president or... Whatever, you know, all kinds of shit.
0: Well, it's a pretty 50-50 situation now because Bernie Sanders dropped out. Yeah. So, that would have been... A but
1: best. there's odds. I mean, <laughs> like, it's not 50-50 kind of a wager, you know what I mean? It's probably a minus number for Trump to return. I don't know. I didn't look at the I, numbers.
0: I mean, it's... When I say 50-50, I mean, there's only two options. Right. Yeah, you know, so...
1: Yeah, well, two very old, old, old men. You could say there could be a wager... Will either will either candidate die before the election day? Well, well, coronavirus get one of these
0: guys. before it even. Well, yeah. it, it's sad, but you know, it's kind of like what happens if you know. Jeez, I mean, you know.
1: I mean, we've only been talking about the sports because that's what we care about. That's our right, passion. Right. Like we've been talking about gambling implications, right? Right. But think about how this is going to impact the presidential election and like the 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 all the traveling and all the handshaking and all the speeches and all the things that people do when they're running for office right. and they're not going to be able to do those things you know it's going right. to it's going to be a very different uh, different political landscape going into this election
0: very different you know and and, and, and particularly because there's the two presidents are, are they're, in, they're both in their 70s you know oh,
1: they're very similar yeah we're both old and white, and we both have history of accusations of sexual misconduct. and <laughs> This is ridiculous. <laughs> we, there's yeah. not like a, you know, it's like how about Coke or Pepsi? They're essentially both cola. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like it's just there's no Mountain Dew here. There's no Sprite or Dr Pepper or other option. You know, right, and, right. You know it's crazy.
0: Well, all right. during all this time, there's got to be some, uh, it's got to be a great question coming in from one of our
1: people. <laughs> Let's take a quick break, and then we'll get Tyler on the phone. All right. All right. Let me uh, let me tell you about a little something, make your backyard experience a little bit better. Because everybody's at home. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to work, right? Nobody's going out on the weekends. There's That's no true. concerts, bars, or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. People, a lot of people are probably chilling in their backyard having a, having a little bevy and a, and a cigar. Absolutely. And if you're going to be in your yard having a bevy and a cigar, you know what you need is a one-log fire. One-log fire is a miniature single-use chiminea, which is perfect for camping, small gatherings, or to create some ambiance in your backyard while enjoying your favorite cigar on a cool evening. Burn time of about two hours, the entire... Entire chimenea will burn away to ash. It'll last, you know, it'll give you plenty of time to enjoy whatever cigar you grab from your humidor, um, or or you get from Capital Cigars and bring home, because Capital Cigars is an uh, essential business in Denver, Colorado. Uh, make sure you use the promo code BETYOURASH at, at checkout on onelogfire.com, and you'll get 10% off your order. So, if you're gonna be hanging out in the yard anyway, might as well spruce up the spruce up the environment, spruce up the setting a little bit. Add a one log fire. Tyler, what's up, buddy?
0: Hey guys, how you doing? All
1: right. Uh, you got a you got a good you got a good question to, to to fire away with?
0: I do, I do. Russell from New York wrote in. Can you please explain the history of the carved Native American statue associated with so many cigar stores?
1: That's really good. First off, bravo mm-hmm. to to Russell from New York for coming with a great question and for using the Native American phrase and not the Indian phrase.
0: Right. Because that,
1: that was just outdated. You know, it's 2020. So
0: well,
1: you know, that's. That's a, that's a good question because they're everywhere i mean it's true why well, i imagine if you, if somebody opens a cigar shop it's like the first thing they start doing is looking right. for a classic carved native american well you know
0: when i first got involved with this industry i was like very against it like every time we walk into the studio down here in the um Cigar lounge,
1: yeah, nine oh nine East Colfax, Denver, Colorado. Capital cigars, absolutely. Come in, we're over from twelve to six Monday through Friday mm-hmm. for just purchasing carry because we can't be hanging out. Correct, but correct. We'll get back to normal eventually. Yeah. We record this podcast on the studio level, of Capital Cigars. Yep.
0: Um, the I actually took it down. We had a full six foot tall Indian out front with a box of cigars in his hand. Mm -hmm. And I said, why is that? You know, I'm not and there's a big Native American population here in Colorado. Sure, sure. They would always stop, inquire, talk about, and different other things. And I actually reached out, it wasn't until I reached out with to one of them and started talking that I had, like, a different take. It wasn't, like, more of a exploitation or sort of uh, uh, kind of like uh, with the sports having a um, mascot, mascot, yeah. you know, or anything like that. It actually is more of homage,
1: yeah, it's homage
0: to sure. um, the Native Americans who actually were responsible. I mean, the Europeans that came over, they didn't. Start growing crops of tobacco, and then you know sending in them. I mean, it wasn't; it was the engagement with the Native Americans with the tobacco. They said, "Hey, what's this?" And then started sending it back over to Europe. So right. I, you know, <clears throat> I, I, I get that, and I understand that. Um, you know, uh, after speaking with a, with a couple of Native Americans, they were happy about it.
1: Yeah. yeah, they they understood the history and the homage aspect of it. Exactly, exactly. So when you brought up the sports mascots, right? Yeah. Obviously I went to Florida State for graduate school, I'm a Florida mm-hmm. State Seminoles fan mm-hmm. that was always viewed as homage, right? The the Seminole tribe of Florida mm-hmm. was unconquered. They never signed a peace treaty with the United States. Technically they're still at war right now. Huh. Right? Mm-hmm they, it was always considered homage to that spirit and that attitude and that, right? Mm -hmm. But it was when you would look at the Cleveland Indians who had a very cartoony mascot, Mm -hmm. you know, a cartoon version of the mascot Mm -hmm. that was looked as degrading, or any of the teams that were like the Fighting Sioux, or something that painted them in like a a bloodthirsty kind of manner, you know? and it was a, it's a, it's like a thin line. You know what I mean? Appreciation versus appropriation. Oh, oh mm-hmm. well put. Yeah, really well, well, well phrased. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a it's a thin line. So, you know, obviously that tobacco, the fact that tobacco, no pun intended, yeah. has its roots in yeah. those communities. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I I can see the homage, <laughs> and as long as that that carving is in in some sort of derogatory mm-hmm. fur form or mm-hmm. take some sort of cartoony form, like yeah. for years the Cleveland Indian, the mascot, did. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I get it. You know what right. I mean? I can see it as a mod. You know,
0: you go to trading posts and things like that, and, you know, it. I, I understand what it means. And, um, yeah, just about every cigar shop you go to, it does have an Indian yeah. with... Um, Holding cigars, yeah, you know, um, and I think it's complicated. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it, it is. It's 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 complicated. But on the other side, on the other side, I've had yes, I've had. Actual, you know, Native Americans walk up and we had a deep conversation about it. Yeah, they did some sort of a little ritual over the statue, and I was like, "What are you doing?" Says so is for the spirit of our, you know. I'm like, "Wow, that's I get that, you know."
1: It's all about ties to ancestry. <laughs> then I've had
0: a soccer mom that walked up, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> and had
0: no attention on buying cigars. Aaron. Do you know what this this means or whatever? I says, oh, are you a Native American? They're like, no. Have you ever smoked cigars? Oh, do you know the history of cigars? Oh, no. Well, then what are you talking about? You know, so I get, you know, it it becomes touchy because the balance of the scales by that particular approach to yeah. the subject is you know tilting the scales so that you have you know that it is it's kind of it it, 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 it makes it a, a little bit more but a little bit more of a touchy subject but for those who are involved um, I actually had I sold them but I had a um, I had a uh, uh, a bag of native Indian um, tobacco pipes that uh, were antique tobacco pipes. And it was... I, I was in awe of them. I, I just... I ended up getting them over to someone who... Well, I actually sold them to a Native American is who I sold them to. And I felt a lot better about that because it, I just felt it would mean a lot more than for somebody to have it in a display case and, you know, somewhere else. You know, and... um They, you know, they explain a lot about them, you know, and things like that, you know. So
1: apparently, there's it goes. It actually goes back to England. It start. They started putting in front of Mm -hmm. tobacco shops in England in the 1600s. It's sort of like the the barber pole, Mm -hmm. right? They would put the Mm -hmm. the red, white, and blue pole outside of the barber shop to let people know this is a barber shop. It's like a it's like a standardized sign, right? So the, the tobacco that was coming from the Americas and shipped back to England for these tobacco shops in the 1600s, those shops that were getting Native American sourced tobacco would put this carving of a Native American outside so that people walking down the street knew that that's, that was a tobacco shop and the tobacco was coming mm-hmm. from... From the Americas, and specifically from the Native American community in the Americas mm-hmm.
0: super interesting
1: it is interesting. and you there's a lot of variation when you look at like you can hop, you can do like an image search online and you see a lot of very different ones, but they're all realistic in mm-hmm. in their look. Like none of them are. Right. crazy you know cartoony kind of representations you know what i mean they're all like they're they're really cool the just looking at the at the art form as a you know as a uh, uh, as a whole they're really cool yeah i just you know, i'm glad that it's viewed as homage you know what i mean and, and, and mm-hmm. for the most part you know
0: yeah it's not um uh it's it's not.
1: It's not derogatory. It's not derogatory. Yeah. Right. 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 Or at least it's certainly not. It was never intended to be. It seems. Uh-huh. You know. Um, although I imagine you know the 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 Northern Illinois Fighting Illini was never you know what I mean it was never intended to be derogatory either, but it just came out that way. Right. Right.
0: And it's you know it's 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 an interesting you know history. Um, you know, behind it.
1: Jeez, it, some of these go for hundreds and hundreds of dollars.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow.
0: Uh, up to $500,000. Wow. Yeah. yeah, so it's a, you know, it, it's a, you know, it's a it's a thing. I've priced some for our, you know, shop here, and easily, you know, you can get into 1000 thousand, two thousand $2,000 for one. Sheesh. Uh,
1: that's a lot of money. I'm say a lot of money.
0: Yeah. I mean, you got to figure hand-carved wooden sculpture.
1: That's true, man. You know that artist. That there's a lot of time and craft that, or like, and care that goes into that you craft. You know, right. And then
0: you know, I mean, I'm just gonna say it. You know, a lot of people draw the parallel to the. African-American lawn jockey,
1: right? Yeah.
0: And, you know, I mean, because there's, I mean, it, it, we're, we're talking about specifics here, and obviously that has somewhat of a derogatory, you know, connotation, but the fact of the matter is, is that this does not. It it, 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 it has a very specific reasoning behind it, Um and it was not necessarily intended to show the savagery of the Indian at all. Um, and a lot of times, you know, like I said, people uh, back in the day, in order to, you know, they didn't have big, giant neon signs and things like right. that. So they had to say, hey, what is being sold there? Yeah. Oh, every time you see the Indian offering the tobacco. It, that's what it stands for. It's yeah. just
1: like now every time you see a green cross, you know mm-hmm. it's a marijuana dispenser. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or every time, like I said, the barber pole. You know, you know right. it's, a, it's a barber mm-hmm. Um That was a good one.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I learned a lot there.
1: Thank you, Russell in New York.
0: Absolutely, and if anyone else out there has questions for us, send them on in. Ask at betyourash.com and we'll.
1: We'll get you featured appreciate it man Alrighty, thanks tyler. as always thank you thanks guys talk to you soon stay safe for sure that was a good question yes it thank was. you to russell in new york and mm-hmm. and and tyler in montana yeah yeah <laughs> uh i enjoy i enjoy the uh getting, I enjoy getting the questions from different people, things that we wouldn't have thought to talk about. Absolutely. You know what I mean? We never, Uh, we've been, we've done, this is episode 74, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And how is the, the, the carved Native American statue never come up, but we never, we wouldn't have thought to even have this discussion, you know? Oh, Oh
0: yeah, you're right, you're right.
1: All right, speaking of episode 74, athletes who are 74, mostly football players, I'm mm-hmm. um, really the only one that um, I even recognize Bruce Matthews Is yeah. that Clay's dad? Or, or uncle? or yeah. Something like that, yeah. I know there's a whole bunch of people in that family that are, made Played. the league I yeah. think it's, it's either his uncle or his dad I think so If I'm, if I'm correct uh, If not, I apologize to the, both Matthews families for <laughs> <We're> confusing them <laughs> um, Dude, this cigar is incredible mm-hmm. If I could ever afford one, I'd love to smoke another <laughs> This, doing this podcast has paid off because I got to try some cigars that I never would have bought. You know what absolutely, I mean? So absolutely. this is one of those. This uh, is
0: one of those, and it's just a um, the appearance of the cigar. You have that royal red and the uh, the off white with the gold. Classic against- Arturo Fuente oh, yeah.
1: branding, and
0: yeah. it's against such a a bold dark. Color. It's like mahogany. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like oh, it's, it's like, a it's, it's a dark dark brown a dark cigar. Yeah. and a lot of times you know you get some of these dark cigars and they're just strong as heck. And
1: they're they're oily. Yeah, you don't see that happening here. You're not. Mm-hmm. You don't taste it. You're not seeing it bubble up at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There isn't any of that here, mm-hmm. which I think is part of the reason. Where there the smoothness, even though it's 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 rich, you know right, what I mean. Right. There's the smoothness. I think it's that lack of oiliness. Yeah.
0: And I have my I have my uh, I do have my favorites, uh, Arturo Fuente favorites. But you know, a lot of people might uh, disagree with me. But this is at the top of this is in my top three. This is yeah. if it's not number one, it's definitely in the top three.
1: Yeah, it's uh, really Arturo a good Fuente's. I appreciate you uh, pulling out the special specialness. Well, it's a p- special, you know, it's a special time. Just you in know? case we don't get through this, yeah, yeah, You yeah.
0: gotta, you know, turn a frown into a smile, you know. <laughs> and if we're gonna be, you know, in a tight situation, make the most of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And what better way than to uh, pull out the uh, the Arturo Fuente and Yeho seven seven Shark?
1: Yeah, really a great cigar. Um, I hope everybody stays safe. Hope everybody mm-hmm. stays healthy. Wash your hands a lot. Sanitize nonstop. Mm-hmm. Get at us on social medias. We're on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at BetYourAshPod, Tell your friends, man. Mm-hmm. Share. Share those posts. Share the the podcast. Everybody's chilling at the crib. They mm-hmm. they got some time to kill. They might they might they might really appreciate to have a, a podcast to listen to mm-hmm. while they are sanitizing the living room one more time. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. while they're going outside to have a cigar, mm-hmm. firing up a one log fire and listening to the podcast. You know, exactly. Whatever it is, they might appreciate you for sharing it. Um, cool. I think that's about it.
0: Next week, number
1: 75. 75, man. Yeah. Three quarters of a way to 100. Yeah. A wild. Of, a lot of episodes. A lot of episodes. I'm really bummed out that there's no Masters this weekend, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the new normal. We'll get used to it. Yep. We'll get through it. Mm-hmm. And um, again, hope everybody stays safe and everybody stays healthy. And we'll talk to you next week. Talk
0: to you next week. Aloha, mamá. ¿Dónde andas? Seguro de compras. Tengo mucho que contarte. Hawaii es increíble.